Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Thursday morning from the radio pulpit. We are thankful and grateful for another opportunity the Lord's given us to come and share with you a message from God's Word. Now, today we're going to the book of Acts, chapter number 8, uh, and verse number 35. And I trust that the message will be a blessing to your heart today. Now, our text today is actually from verses 26 through verse number 40, and we're zeroing in on these verses, and today we want to preach about this, uh, the conversion of this eunuch and uh, emphasize this one-on-one evangelism. You know, uh, our desire, our burden in this hour, and I know it is uh, with you preachers and church members, to see many folks saved by the grace of God. But may I say, may the Lord help us not to forget this one-on-one evangelism. Uh, I was thinking recently that uh, when Jesus aborted the ship there, I think it's Mark chapter number 4, I believe that's correct, uh, he went from there to the country across the Sea of Galilee to the country of Gadara, there for one man, one individual, and that was the man with the legion of demons, uh, he, uh, he healed him, he cast the demons out, uh, and then he got in the ship and came back to the other side. He did that. He crossed the Sea of Galilee for one person, for one individual. And here as we look at uh, the conversion of this Ethiopian eunuch, we see here again the emphasis is on one-on-one evangelism. Now, as we study these verses, uh, we find that uh, in the Scripture and and our daily lives, conversion experiences vary. Uh, For instance, uh, I've heard some testify, I've heard some preachers testify how that they were uh, a drunk or drug addict and um, different things like that, and the Lord saved them by His grace, and now... They are preaching the blessed gospel of the grace of God. Well, I don't have that kind of experience. I was never a drunk. I was never a drug addict. I I have a great Christian heritage. I was brought up in church. My my dad was a deacon in the Baptist church. My grandfather was a preacher. My great-grandfather was a preacher, and I have had the privilege to preach in some of the churches that they preached in and that they pastored in. But my friend, what I'm saying is, but see, my conversion experience was not like some of the brethren's is, but may I hasten to say, we all meet the same Savior, and there is a change in that person's life. Amen. There will be a change in that person's life. And I want to emphasize this, my friend, if God has never changed your life, the Bible said if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away, and behold, all things are become new. And I tell you, it burdens my heart in this hour. Uh, you hear about a lot of these uh, folks and these, uh, these super churches and so on, and talk about all these conversions and talk about all these people, people, my friend, coming into the church, and yet there's no change. My friend, I have a question there. I know I'm no one's judge, but this Bible is, and the Bible said 
by their fruits ye shall know them. And if there has never been a change in your life, if there has never been a transformation in your life, what makes you think that you're saved? I tell you, friend, when you meet the Savior, when you meet the Lord Jesus Christ, there will be a change. There will be a transformation in your life. And as we look here in uh, this conversion experience, we see here uh, that uh, in, in these uh, verses here, talking about the Ethiopian eunuch, and we're going to be uh, emphasizing his conversion uh, uh, experience. First of all, we see in verse number 29, here we see the Spirit of God uh, leading. Verse number 29, Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. Here we see the leading, the working of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit, my friend, is a, a part of the Godhead, the third person of the Trinity, and his mission, his ministry is, uh, my friend, to bring conviction to sinners' lives and is to lead the saints of God. He said in John 16 and verse number 13, when he's come, he will guide you into all truth. Thank God for the leading and the directing and the working of the precious Holy Spirit in this hour. You see, not only the Spirit leading, but you see the Spirit of God knowing. Uh, he, he, he knew uh, the position that the eunuch held in his country. The Bible said in verse number 27, uh, that here was a, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. The Spirit of God knew all about this man. He knew why he came to Jerusalem. He knew the desire of his heart. He knew he was on his way home. He knew all about the chariot that he was riding in. He knew exactly where he was on the road. And the Spirit of God knew what book he was reading. And friend, may I say today, that same Holy Spirit knows all about you. You may have your companion fooled. Uh, you may have the preacher fooled. Uh, and you may have everybody at the church fooled. But God knows your heart. He knows all about you. He knows what you're thinking right now. And as the Spirit of God here was leading and working and knowing exactly uh, where this eunuch was, knowing exactly what he was reading, uh, exactly why he was there, uh, why he had gone up to Jerusalem. He knew all about him. Oh, my friends, the Spirit of God is all-knowing. He knows all about you. He knows your heart. He, he knows the, the deepest thoughts of your heart. He knows all about you. So here in this one-on-one -on -one evangelism, we see the Spirit of God uh, working. And then we see the servant of God, verse 26 and 27. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose 
and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had, had charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Here we see in these verses the, not only the Spirit of God, but we see the servant of God. Uh, we find in these verses, we find, first of all, his name is Philip. Uh, we find him preaching back in verse number 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Verse number 12. But when they believed, uh, Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the, and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Here we are introduced to Philip. Philip the evangelist. Philip. Uh, who had been preaching the word of God. Look at verse number 25. And they, when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. So here you see a picture of the servant of God. And then verse number 35. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Yes, here is the servant of God. He's, he's preaching. Uh, there's revival going on among the Samaritans, and the Spirit of God says, I want you to lead the revival. I've got one man over there. by the, uh, he's, a, he's a eunuch from Ethiopia. I want you there to go there and deal with him one-on-one. On one. And so here is the, the preaching of the servant. Here we see the providence of God. Now, how in the world are you going to explain where he was in Samaria preaching the word of God and going down uh, to Gaza, the desert place? How in the world are you going to uh, uh, explain uh, them meeting up uh, except for the providential working of God? Hey, he who hung the stars in space, Hey, he who knows all about you and knows all about the eunuch here and knew, my friend, about the servant Philip. Hey, hey, he worked and moved, arranged and rearranged uh, that Philip might be where he was at, uh, being able to, to meet this eunuch and preach unto him Jesus. Thank God for the servants of God, uh, my friend, in this hour that are still preaching the precious truths of the Word of God. Then in verse 26 and 27, we see the willingness of this servant. The Bible said, uh, And he arose and went, and behold, uh, there was a man of Ethiopia. He, he, he's, he's willing to go. Look at verse number 30. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah. Here he's willing. He ran to meet this man. He ran to do the work of God. He ran. He was eager. He was willing, my friend, to share the blessed gospel of the grace of God uh, with this one man. So here we see the Spirit of God. I'm talking about one-on-one -on -one evangelism. Here we see the, the Spirit of God. We see the Spirit of God. And then in verse 27, uh, we see uh, the 
sinner that's seeking. Uh, first of all, notice that he's unnamed. Verse 27 gives us a description of this man. Here in verse 27, we have only his title. He's a Gentile. He's a proselyte to Judaism, yet he's limited because of his physical problems. Uh, Deuteronomy 23, verse number 1. Not only is he unnamed, we don't even know his name. Uh, and not, but God knew his name. God, the Holy Spirit, knew exactly where he was at. And then we see not only is he unnamed, but he's unsatisfied. He has some light. Now, we do not know where or how he got the light that he did have, but he received some light, and God worked, and he gave more light. You see, friend, if you walk in the light that you do have, God will give you more light. Uh, but if you refuse the light that you do have, then that light becomes darkness. So here he has some light, a little measure of light, he has gone up to Jerusalem to worship, yet he comes home unsatisfied. And here, his position uh, that he has, the power that he has in the government, and the possessions that he has, none of these could satisfy him. None of these brought satisfaction. Hey, friend, in the world you'll not find peace. In the world, you'll not find satisfaction. And that's the picture of this Ethiopian eunuch. He was great under authority. Under Candace, the queen, had charge of all the treasure. He had come to Jerusalem for to worship. He had went to church, but left the church unsatisfied. We find here, not only was he unnamed, unsatisfied, but he's unsaved. He, verse 27 tells us he's a great man. Uh, verse 27 tells us he's a religious man. He went to church. He went to Jerusalem for the purpose of worship. So we would call him a religious man. And then verse 28, we'd call him an inquiring man. Yes, he has some light, uh, and he is reacting positively to that light, and God gives more light. Well, we thank you for being tuned in today. And friend, may I say today, if you are like this eunuch, you're seeking God. May the Lord help you to turn to him, come to him, and be saved by the good grace of God. While there's time, while there's opportunity, may the Lord bless you till tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen.